Hey guys, welcome back to the Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake, and today it's such an honor for the Swish Podcast crew to welcome Tigers minor leaguer Jason Foley to the podcast. We can't thank you enough for joining us, and we can't wait to get started on the podcast. So, um, how you been staying safe during the quarantine, Jason? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me, first off. Um, yeah, I've been staying safe, not really trying to go outside too much, only for the necessities. Um yeah, just, you know, trying to wear the mask, follow all the guidelines that the uh, the government's putting out. But uh, thankfully, I'm, I'm safe and my family's safe and hopefully you guys are too. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope that you and your family are staying safe and let's start this interview. So we're going to start off with a couple with like this, a bunch of like regular like MLB and like baseball type questions. And our first one is, one, when did you start playing baseball and what drew to baseball over any other sports that you played this growing up? Good question. So I think, I mean, I, I've been playing baseball or like I started with T-ball, obviously, like most people do for as long as I can remember. I mean, probably when I was like five. Um, I feel like baseball always, uh, always attracts me because, I mean, I always had like a strong arm. I was always able to throw the ball like pretty, pretty far, pretty hard. And I feel like I was always just naturally a little better at it um, than the other sports. Uh, it came a little easier to me. So I guess that's probably why I kept kept playing with it and stuck with it. Yeah, so that's uh, normal. And staying on the topic of when you were younger, was there um, a team and player you liked growing up? Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up, uh, my whole family was... Uh, whole family are Yankee fans, or most of them for that matter. So I kind of grew up a Yankee fan. Um, I didn't actually have, like, a favorite player. I mean, I always loved watching, like, Clayton Kershaw pitch, um, Max Scherzer pitch. Those are two guys that I loved watching and still do like watching pitch. Um, but I never really had, like, a favorite player per se. How about you guys? Um, so I'm also a huge Yankees fan, so I, I, used, I used to be a huge, like, Severino fan, but now since um, Garrett Cole joined, I guess I'm a Cole fan now, even though I used to hate him. So I think you might be able to see by my shirt, the viewers listening don't see my shirt, but I'm a big Mets fan. I'm a yep. big DeGrom, Alonzo, and McNeil fan, obviously. I used to love, David, used to love David Wright, but he's, I also like to use Jose Reyes, guys like that, so. Yeah, all good guys to, uh, to follow. My friends were, were huge Reyes fans as well. Yeah, so so moving on. Moving on to our third question. Then. When you were younger, were you always a pitcher, or did you play, like, other positions? Because a lot of pitchers that we've done so far, like, played other positions, or they batted. So, like, were you always a pitcher, or did you stick to – were you, like, a, did you bat a lot, too? Uh, no, I definitely played the field as well. Um, I was – I usually played outfield or, like, either corner outfield or, like, third base. Um, I wasn't a great hitter, so I stopped hitting around – like junior year of high school, I just kind of only focused on pitching from there on out. Um, I just knew that, like all the college offers and looks I would be getting were for pitching, so I kind of knew that that was the route I should probably take. Uh, but yeah, I played outfield and a little bit of like third base, but I was never a great uh, nothing nothing to write home about at, at the plate for me. So speaking of college, what made you ch- choose Sacred Heart? Another good question. Well, I didn't have a ton of. Um, college offers actually um so my choices weren't my choices were fairly limited but i wanted to go to a a school that um i could also get a good education at um just in case i wasn't you know gifted the chance to play professionally after college um so i was able to get a good degree there and um it also was division one and had a pretty good program so both of those things kind of led me there 
Okay, so our next question is, during college at Sacred Heart, you had a 330 ERA in your first season. So what was, like, your key success in that first season in college? Because a lot of players that we've been doing have, like, ERAs in, like, the threes and fours. Like, none of them were spe special. So, like, you had one of the best ERAs we've done so far. So what was, like, just your key success for pitching so well? Yeah, so my freshman year, um, it was definitely my best year, actually, which is kind of weird. You would think that you'd get better um, each year. Um, but... I don't know. I think it was something about me not having too much of an expectation. You know, as a freshman, there's obviously not a, a huge expectation. There's not too much pressure on you to perform too well. And I think I was just able to go out there and just kind of have some fun without any predisposed pressure on me and just go out there and pitch and, and have a good time. And it just, it just working well for me. So, yeah, I mean, and there was not, not a whole bunch of pressure on me because after that year, then, it, um, you know, I, everyone kind of expected me to pitch really well. And it was, you know, it's a lot harder to, a lot harder to live up to those expectations. So, after um, college, you went to the Mythic Schooners in New England Baseball Collegiate League. So, what did you learn in your time there? Great question. Yeah, so I, I had a great time there in, in summer ball. Um, uh, we had a great uh, pitching coach there and um, a great supporting cast of players that helped out a lot. Um, that's where I started pitching out of the bullpen, and that's kind of where I realized that I was definitely more successful. I was able to just um, kind of just, you know, as a bullpen pitcher, you, you got to be ready at all times, and I think I learned how to just, you know, get my name called and get ready and, and get firing right away, and I I, uh, I learned how to just pitch and attack the zone, and it was a great time, great learning experience for me overall. Yeah, it's like it's good to play like a different league before LB. So after that, after that, you finally got signed by the Detroit Tigers. So was it like finally getting signed by like an official MLB roster, MLB team? Yeah, I mean that was I was super surreal. Um, obviously, I was I was I got signed, so I didn't get drafted. So after the draft, I was a little bit bummed out, but you know I, I pitched really well that summer and and still got some looks. And like I said, after the Tigers signed um, signed me, it was. It was great. I was just super happy to give, be given the opportunity. And, um, yeah, it was a pretty awesome moment for me, fam my family, my friends, and all the guys that supported me, coaches and whatnot. So it was it was awesome. Tough to put in words, but overall an awesome experience. So after playing with the Gulf Coast Tigers, you were signed to the Connecticut Tigers. So what was that transition like for you early in your career? Um, yeah, um, so obviously every, you know, every level you go up, the competition gets uh, a little better. Obviously, you know, as you go up throughout the ranks, as you guys know, there's plenty of uh, minor league um, levels and ranks to be, to get to before you get to the MLB. So obviously the competition's a little better. So you just got to be, you know, a little more consistent and you got to work a little harder to, um, you know, refine your pitches and, and really execute different pitches and, and really mix up mix up the pitches you're throwing to really get the batter off balance. So it's just um, it's just a learning process, you know. Obviously, as the hitters get better, you gotta also work harder to get better yourself. Yeah. So this is um hit our like midway point in the interview. So for our ninth like regular MLB type question is, with the Connecticut Tigers, you pitched a solid first season. So what was your key success then in the minor leagues that first season with them? Um, yeah. So that first season. Um, uh, we had a we had a great we had a great manager actually who was who played in the MLB and he was a catcher in the MLB so he he gave a, he was a wealth of knowledge and helped us out a lot um, but just uh, I think it helped that I was around just a a great group of guys obviously a bunch of guys who were super talented and great pitchers so 
was a good opportunity to pick their brains and uh, learn from them and see what what kind of stuff worked for them and try to implement it into my own uh, and pitching style and regimen. So I think that definitely helped just having a, a bunch of people around you that were all had the same similar goals and stuff and try to work together to get better. What player was that, your manager? Um, his name was Mike Rubello. Um, he played uh, in the MLB for a couple seasons. He's with the Pirates now. So going to 2017, you had your best year by far. You put up a 1.55 ERA with the West Michigan Whitecaps. So what was like your key to success there and your best year in the minors so far? Yeah, um, that was definitely my most successful season. Um, I think part of it is, um, you know, we had a great overall. We were a really successful team that year, um, and we had a really good team chemistry. And I think part of it was just being able to to kick back and have fun. We had a great team, and it wasn't there wasn't too much pressure on ourselves. We were just out there having a great time and having fun. But at the same time, um, we had a good pitching coach too, and I was just, uh, you know, I was just, I was just focused. I was executing my pitches really well. Um, and just not trying to be too perfect, just kind of trying to throw strikes and get ahead of hitters and, and letting themselves get out rather than have me uh, try to get them out. Okay, so in 2019, you pitched the most amount of games you ever had in 36 games in, like, pro ball or minor leagues with the Lakeland Flying Tigers. So what is it like knowing that you were one of the guys that your team would always look up look up to, like, when they need a great pitcher to go to since you pitched most, you pitched most games out of all, like, starters and, like, relievers on your team? Sure. Yeah. Um, so that was a, that was a good year. It's, it's always nice to be um, called upon and be a guy that's that's relied on um, from the manager. Um, but you got to just, you know, like I said, so I pitched the most. So you got to always, you know, you got to always be ready. So you got to every single day, you got to come to the come to the ballpark ready to go and expecting that you're going to get the ball. Um, so you got to just have a good, you know, a good regiment and a good routine to get yourself prepared for the game. Um, and ultimately, when you get called on, so you don't want to be caught. You know, you don't want to be caught not ready, so you always want to, you know, stay loose, have a good, have a good regiment, and get ready to go when when your name's called upon. So, is there anybody in like the Tigers organization, like veteran players or guys in the majors, who kind of gave you advice about playing in the pros? Um. Yeah. So when I was um I was rehabbing um, Tommy John surgery um, in twenty eighteen. Um, and a couple of big leaguers were rehabbing with me and, um, Daniel Norris and Michael Fulmer, um, you probably have heard of them. And, uh, yeah, so I was able to, I was rehabbing with them. So I was with them almost every day. So I was able to kind of pick their brains and get some good knowledge from them, um, on just, you know, things that worked for them and just kind of how to, how to approach the game and different types of pitching philosophies and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Okay, so now we're going to hit you for, like, I think, four or five just rapid-fire questions. Like, not really, like, Tigers or like, MLB-related, like, on your way to playing. So our first one's, like, sure. what, what's your favorite place that you just, like, traveled to just, just in life or, like, for, like, games, like, any specific place that was just really cool to go to? Um, for playing-wise, um, my first year in Grand Rapids was awesome. Um, that was our single-A team, and... The fans are great there. It's a super cool city, super cool town, and we got a ton of fans every night, and they were huge, huge Grand Rapids, uh, huge West Michigan Whitecap fans. That was our team, and that was a super fun experience. I mean, there was thousands of fans each night, and um, it was an awesome experience playing there. Okay. So our next question is... I'm going to hit you with this one. 
What's your favorite non-sports team and favorite non-sports athlete? Non-sports team. I mean non-baseball. Non-baseball. I meant non-baseball. Sorry. Yeah, uh, non-baseball. Sorry. Um, definitely the New York Giants. Um, outside of baseball, football is definitely my favorite sport to watch. So that's like uh, I'm definitely dialed in on the Giants every yeah, Sunday. Same and, for um, me and Jake. Favorite athlete non-baseball would probably be either LeBron or Odell Beckham. Okay. We're a big Giants. We're fans. big Giants fans. So we used to love Odell and the uh, like. Uh, I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she was still a giant. Yeah. So, our next question is, what's your next best sport of um, baseball? Like, to play. Like Ooh, your next play. best sport. Probably, I would probably say I'm decent at football. I used to play a good amount of uh, pickup football with my buddies, so I'm, I'm not bad over there. I wish it was golf, though. I've been playing a lot of golf lately, uh, so I'm trying to get trying to get my golf game up, but um, probably football. I was a decent wide receiver back in the day. Like, golf's that kind of sport during the quarantine that you could still play because it's, like, very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, the next question is, like, what's your favorite pitch to strike the batter out, like, to get him out? Sure. Um, it's always, I like, you know, it's always it's always a really satisfactory when you beat someone with a fastball and just throw one right by him. Um, so, I'd probably say a fastball, you know, it's always just feels like you just flat out beat the guy when you throw a fastball right by him. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always, that's always a good feeling. For us right now, out of the pitchers we've done, I think it was like three, it's, three and two. it's like three and two. I think three fastball and two sliders. And that's like the ones we've been getting. Because like curveballs are more of like this, more of like a, a one or, a, or like a, a two strike or, pitch. or a two strike pitch just to like get a ball down and just like try to get them hacking. So we've gotten a bunch of like sliders and fastballs though so far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So our last two questions are the fifth one is what's the favorite thing that you're gonna do once like quarantine is over? For you, or like once, like we all like see people like again, like normally. Um, I kind of miss going out and going out to eat at like a sit-down restaurant. All I'm from, obviously, I'm from New York, so we're still pretty quarantined here, and all the restaurants are still closed. So it'd be nice to go out to a nice restaurant when this is all over with and sit down and get some good food and good service with friends and family. So that I'm looking forward to that for sure. Same thing with most of us. And our final question today yeah. is, what's the favorite? What's who's your favorite coach you played under? Ooh, favorite coach I've ever played under. I would probably say it's the is was Mike Rebello, which is the guy I mentioned earlier. Um, he was our manager in in Grand Rapids in single A, and um, he was just great. Between the you know, he obviously knew a great deal about baseball and was able to help us out, but he was also a young, super cool guy that was able to just talk and just hang out with us like one of the guys. And uh, it almost never felt like he was a manager. It kind of just felt like he was one of our friends just hanging out with us. So it was super cool. Uh, he was super cool to have in the clubhouse. And I think it just brought us all together. And that's why we were so successful. Oh, uh, that's that's So that's going to be the end to our podcast. Um, thanks so much again, Jason, for joining us. To our listeners, please make sure to donate to our GoFundMe charity to help COVID-19 relief, which the link is in our bio on Instagram. And please comment and follow and drop a like on our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. So thanks a lot, Jason. Have a great day and stay safe. And for the Yeah, thanks a lot for having me, man. Appreciate it. Take care and good luck with the podcast. For the listeners, thank you guys for listening. Um, see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you.